What happens when two parent coaches, one a Christian and the other an agnostic Jew, sit down to talk about parenting? I'm Dina Thayer. And I'm Kira Dorian. Welcome to Raising Adults, a podcast about future-focused parenting. Welcome. We have another spin cycle for you. I can't help it with these awesome puns where we take listener questions for a spin. We give you our spin on things. We toss around listener questions. There's just laundry metaphors everywhere. <laughs> My husband would love it because he's the captain dad joke. He just loves puns. He's, he's like the one chuckling in the corner while everyone else is groaning. Like, oh, that was just the worst. <laughs> That's And Dave's the one who's making the pun. So. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. They're a great team. So, and actually we don't have a question per se today, but we thought we would talk about some of the feedback and just listener comments we've gotten about couple episodes we've had to mark with an e for explicit <laughs> so we did chat about in the meet the host episode that kira was very open and saying she has a little bit of a mouth on her and we knew there'd be an f-bomb here and there there's also been some s-bombs here and there yeah and the day i called you and was like do you think i have to mark an oh, yes. e for the word shit this one's e yeah. we're i'm just like coming into this episode i was like this it's is happening have an e on yeah it. Like, yeah it'll be a um, really short so the consolidated swearing all here but that's right but we just it, it's interesting because we've heard a couple of different things so we wanted to let you all in on what we're hearing and kind of our thoughts on it so far and why we are spoiler alert not changing anything right exactly exactly all right so um do you want to do you want to go first? You want me to go first? <laughs> you go ahead. Okay. So here's the feedback I've had about the swearing. I love it. I love that you swear. I love that you drop f bombs. It makes you so relatable, and it's so funny. And I just I want to be saying that f bomb right there with you. I have had nothing but positive feedback about the swearing and unsolicited. It's not like I've been mm -hmm. like, hey, what do you think about the swearing? Like, And here's the really funny part. I'm going to swear. So those of you who don't like it, cover your ears. <laughs> I've had several friends when we first released the podcast because the, the first two, um, or sorry, the second and third episodes are the ones that had F-bombs in mm -hmm. them. So people heard them right away. Yeah. And so it was the first thing they were listening to. I had a half a dozen friends send me almost identical texts. Fuck yeah, Kira. <laughs> because they all heard it and loved it. So I So that's been that's been so the feedback fun. on my end. How about you, Dina? Well I'm sure there's lots of people who don't even get through a day of parenting without swearing, so they're probably really I grateful. I don't know how those people do it. Like what do you say instead? So it's so funny because when you shared that with me, I actually was like relatable. I mean, I, I get why people think that's relatable because parenting is basically, let's be honest, the hardest job on the planet ever. And if you even have the slightest propensity toward colorful language, it's going to happen in parenting, even if it doesn't happen anywhere else in your life. So I thought that was really interesting and quite apropos. And then I also, all the, the feedback I've gotten has also been unsolicited. So that's what's so funny. Know, we weren't, it. we weren't checking in with people. How do you feel about this? And actually, I haven't really had too much negative. And, and even the comments that were, I think, what I would call constructive were not negative. It was more that I think people who aren't around that as much yeah. or purposely don't surround themselves with it, don't use that language, are in circles that don't use that language. It, it was more of a surprise, almost, a little bit shocking. Uh, I, and maybe I, if they hadn't heard the Meet the Hosts. Yes. They were like, oh, hold the phone. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. this What's happening? About? What is happening? I'm, I'm, I'm learning to parent with swear words. So it's, it's funny because 
I think one of the words that stuck out to me is someone actually used the word jarring. Mm-hmm. And and what was great about that where I did see the point, and see, this is why I'm saying, I, we're going to talk about where we see the point in what you're saying, because we, we are listening to you oh, guys totally. and your feedback. I get what people are saying about cussing being relatable. I also get what this person said, because it was particularly interesting because it was on a manners episode. And yeah, Dave, so- Dave commented, he was like, Kira, did you realize that you dra- dropped an F-bomb on the manners episode? <laughs> and so I was like, I can see this point. Yeah, you know, me to too. some people, it's not the best manners. <laughs> and that's where it happened. And so I see that point, too. I, <laughs> I will take that constructive feedback. <laughs> so it's interesting, though. And I like here's what I like, though, is that you all are interacting with us. Yeah. And we want to hear those things just like we ask. We completely solicit episode ideas. Hey, maybe you heard this episode and now you have a follow-up question. We love that stuff. Yeah. And so we didn't want to shy away from this either because we've gotten actual feedback on it. And and I said the spoiler alert up front that we're not changing anything, but here's here's why. I think it is important that we get to be who we are. We mm-hmm. said that in the Meet the Host episode. I'm not going to come down and clamp down who Kira is, and I don't think she's interested in doing that to me. Nope. So at the same time, we'll go ahead and reiterate nothing about where either of us is coming from is meant to be offensive, off-putting. Like, that's just not the point. Right. And I'm sure you would agree. Yeah. Well, and what's funny is, I can't remember whether we said this or not, but I'm going to tell our listeners how Meet the Hosts even happened. Because originally, when we sort of set out our first season of what topics we wanted to cover, we didn't have an introductory episode. That's right. What happened was, we recorded Manners, Kira dropped an F-bomb, and (laughs) Dina said, um... um." (laughs) And, And then we talked about this very conversation about... You know, how that would be jarring to a lot of people who who don't like that kind of language, uh, which is really reasonable. And then what came of that was me saying, well, how's that any different than you talking about the Bible? That's going to be jarring to people who right. sort of lean toward my viewpoint. And Dina was like, right, that's true. And so we came down to this idea that for us to be fully ourselves, it, it just has to be okay. And hopefully our listeners just won't shy away from that. And it sounds like even with that feedback, people are still... Listening, oh, my goodness. Which I have yeah. to say, first and foremost, that's awesome. But secondly, that says a lot about our listeners, that even if there's something uncomfortable, that they're still engaging. So my hat goes off to those listeners that have been put off by my swearing and my apologies for that. Um, but I really love that you're still listening. I think that makes me really happy. Um, the other thing I want to say is I hope that those listeners notice that I never, ever, ever take the Lord's name in vain. I've made a real effort to not do that because that to me feels completely inappropriate um, and such a different thing. That would be insulting you and insulting listeners like you. And I'm not looking to insult our listeners. When I use that colorful language, I use it for a reason. We're going to talk about that. But I am very careful not to do that. And I will have those listeners know I'm actually very careful to make sure my kids don't do that. Mm-hmm. I will call them if they hear if they say that. I'll change it. I think you I think you meant to say, oh, my gosh, or oh, my goodness. I'm very, very careful with that. Well, I don't know about the listeners, but I've noticed and I appreciate it. (laughs) So it's not like there's not an effort being made. But I so it's such an interesting thing to me because, first of all, I'm curious, like, what do you say? You know, in those moments, because (laughs) one of my best friends says sugar instead of shit. And I'm sorry, but like, no offense, Christina, but. 
that doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that doesn't if, cut if, it for if me. the situation is bad enough that I'm going to say shit, sugar not gonna make me feel I mean sugar is lovely and delicious <laughs> like it, it just doesn't cut it for me oh, so I'm I'm it. first and foremost just really curious what do you think and <laughs> I'm sure the people who don't swear are like she's an idiot but what do you think people actually say instead oh no 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 I don't think you're an idiot at all I think some of this is a temperament issue some people are never going to be a verbal outburst person I know some people like that they just literally don't get to that level they do other things when they're frustrated are they swearing on the inside probably <laughs> <laughs> and i i have to say just because i think it's important especially and we've said this before but especially because we are parent coaches and we are really trying to do a good job and present ourselves as people who want to give you some great tips and ideas but by no means do we want to say oh we're perfect right. we don't ever make mistakes we're going to do a whole episode about mistakes and how we handle that with our kids. But what I want to say is I sometimes swear on the outside. Oh. And so I think it's it's rare and it's actually something I've worked to rein in even as I've gotten older because I think almost everybody goes through a little phase. I'm sure there's exceptions, but where they kind of try it on oh, yeah. when they're younger. Like I'm gonna try on these and it's actually super funny when kids try it on and still don't know how they work. So I, I'm not saying that never happens, but when you say, are they maybe swearing on the inside? They might be. The other thing I've learned is hard consonants really help. Like sugar wouldn't have worked for me. It's too shushy. Right. But like I love hard consonants and I think that's why some of the cuss words are so satisfying. Yes. But I've also made, yeah, I've also made things that are just funny. My friends still make fun of me and laugh. And Kelly and Nadine, I'm sure you're going to crack up. But they still talk about, I used to say, poop stain in a pickle tree when I was mad. <laughs> and it was just so odd, like surprising to whoever was around that they were just thrown and ended up laughing. And I also loved that because guess what? Then you're releasing yeah. endorphins because you're all laughing and it helps diffuse the situation. So for me, when I could make a funny phrase out of it. It was super helpful. And they will still be talking about the pickle tree. I mean, to this day, just because <laughs> it was my little substitute. I love it. It's so funny to me because I was thinking about discussing this today. And I was like, you know, what is the actual problem with these words? Because I don't think there's anything in the Bible about the word fuck, right? No. Like, it doesn't say, like, thou shalt not say. No. Fuck. And isn't this fascinating? It's a societal construct. Right. We've picked a word, we've put some letters together, and we've given it a connotation. So I, that's what I'm curious about is like, again, to me, there's such a difference between it being jarring to hear this co-host take the Lord's name in vain, which is something that matters to you and feels disrespectful, and the co-host dropping an F-bomb, which has mm -hmm. nothing nothing to do with you and happens to be a bunch of letters that we threw together. Right. And said was a bad word. So the the thing there, and this is what I would say, and it's an opinion. Sure. It's an editorial comment. Is that, yes, that's a societal construct. We've made it up. However, it is now the generally accepted thing that it's a naughty word. And right. so for people who've grown up believing that or for people who are a little bit offended by it, they've heard that this is society agrees. These are some like, what, quote, bad words. Yeah, but I and guess so I it's would tricky. just challenge those people to go... Okay, but is it a bad word or am I just buying into the societal construct that tells me it's a bad word? I think we're going to have a hard time changing that, though, anytime sure. soon. I no, mean, I just... I get that. I it's think just that's like, going to be it, a... it made me stop and really mm -hmm. think about 
think about that. Well, and here's something I have taught my kids as far as, and again, this is from our worldview, Mm -hmm. is that we do, however, have a responsibility not to be offensive to other people. And so I never know who I'm going to be around that might really find that language uncomfortable. And there is an okay teaching moment there about respect Mm -hmm. for I'm not, I don't know who I might be around that really doesn't like that. And I lose my opportunity to be what I talked about in the faith episode. I lose my opportunity to live in a way that goes, hmm, what's different there? I just sound like everybody else. And so there's a little bit of this, like, can we rise above that? Can we have a bigger vocabulary? Can we choose some different words? But it suggests that the vocabulary is bad. And I don't know that I buy that. I think they're great words. (laughs) No, I do. And I'm not even saying that in a funny way. They are very effective. And sometimes that F-bomb is the right word. And I would actually argue that my friend Christina is not getting her feelings out when she says sugar the way she would if she Mm -hmm. dropped an F-bomb. So I I just like, and don't get me wrong, I'm not suggesting like I should start dropping more. I mean, and even our listeners, I would think, can tell that it's not like it's something that comes out of my mouth all the time. I use them carefully Mm -hmm. and appropriately, I would say. Um, But it's a great word. It's like telling someone not to use the word beautiful. Like we've taken this word beautiful and it means Mm -hmm. all these things. Well, you know what? This word that we've constructed means other things too it's a it's a great word so like i guess i just don't totally buy into the idea that it's a bad word and i will say that in our house we don't talk about them as bad words we talk about them as adult words or grown-up words Mm -hmm. and so they're words that when you are an adult and you know how to use them appropriately and at those times when really that is the only word you may use it in our home, but not until you understand how to use this grown-up word. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, like, not encouraging them to use it outside of school. Right now, they're not old enough to understand, so they're not allowed to use it in our home. But I wouldn't have a problem with my 16-year-old dropping it in an appropriate way in a time where I might in our home. I actually have no issue with that if they're using it for the beautiful linguistic word that it is. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And this is a bigger conversation because you just said something that for someone with any kind of a truth paradigm is challenging because we do believe in good and evil and right and wrong. And so this is a real microcosmic picture, of course. But to say, I'm not even sure I believe the word is bad. Well, technically, it's a societal construct. We made it up. But what I'm saying is if if in general, people think that, and some people might be bothered by it, then there is also, I think, a social piece to understanding and being kind. And so here's, let me give you a real life example. My kids are allowed to swear at their dad's house. Mm -hmm. It's not a thing. Okay. Okay. And I do not care for it. That's not a secret from anyone who's been listening to the podcast. So what I've asked, and this feels really like a comfortable middle to me, I can't decide for Sienna and Mark, oh, I'm going to decide for you. That's a wrong thing to say. Mm -hmm. They've got to come to that on their own or not, Mm -hmm. or be where you are and say, I'm not sure I buy that. But what I do feel okay asking is out of respect for me, when you're around me, I'd like you to not use that language. Mm -hmm. I feel absolutely okay saying that. So that's kind of a way we've met in the middle. Right. And that that seems totally reasonable to me. But I, I still struggle with this idea. Like, to me, and I will tell you, in our house, we do have bad words. Do you want to know what they are? Hate. Stupid. Right? 
Those are our bad words mm -hmm. where I've told the kids, you're not allowed to use those words. We don't use the word hate. We don't use the word stupid. We don't use demeaning words in our home. Now, can I ask you, is that because of what they mean? It's because, well, so it's a great question because I know what you're going to say and uh -huh. you're right. It's because of how we use them in society. Yeah. And so, yeah, I guess, okay, that's a great point. I guess I just struggle with like, I guess I struggle with that. Like to me, here are these words that actually don't cause harm. And then we have words like hate that actually cause harm. Why are we so up in arms about a word that means sex versus a word that can cause all this drama. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, that's a whole other... Well, yeah, but... that could probably be its own thing right there. But that's the whole thing is then we have to talk about, are we okay with when you know what the words really are standing for? Do I want my kiddo talking about that? But this is my that's, question. That's, like... a, that's a fair question. And you don't have any problem saying hate is a bad word because of the impact. And I would argue there can be impact with these other words. I can still remember some people who've said F you to me and it really hurt me. Mm. Um, my children still remember being called a dumb S word mm. by but an see, authority figure. I, you know, that's interesting because I see it. I, I, you're totally right. First of all, you're right. I guess I never use it that way. Does that make sense? Right. I never use those words at someone. I use it situationally. So do you see the layer yeah. of complexity though? Totally. Because it is sort of about usage. I mean... It but can, I'm not it can... using it that way in the podcast. Right. I mean, right, which right. is our original. No, that's the original and I, point. We've gone off topic. But it I is a that, bigger. But, yeah. but it is a bigger thing. Yeah. So, but it's worth the the conversation, no, totally. right? Because mm -hmm. we do assign meanings to things, and mm -hmm. so part of our job as parents is helping kids deconstruct those meanings. And so it's just right. An interesting like if they if they told someone else to f off, I'd go ballistic, right? So I, yeah, your point's really so. There's interesting. some there's some layers there. I yeah. guess is what is all that to say. It's interesting though because you brought it back to the the truth. You know, the para your paradigm and the the that truth and that it you know there is good and there is bad and there is etc cetera, etc cetera. but again like these words in the bible don't mean anything i mean they didn't even really seemingly exist when that mm -hmm. was written so i i'm just so curious oh, and we that... don't we don't use that to say okay. that makes the f word bad i just mean mm -hmm. well and, and and actually you kind of proved the point for me because you have some bad words in mm -hmm. your house just that if we're gonna assign good and bad we just always have to be careful right because yeah. we're comfortable doing it in some places and clearly uncomfortable doing it in others and so yeah Overall, I live in a place of comfort with labeling. That's what I was getting at. Not not that it's only in this area of language or and but you were clearly uncomfortable saying these this group of words is bad, but very comfortable saying hate and stupid are, are bad. So it, we all just it's very complex. Yeah. And I think that's why we got the feedback we did, because everyone listening is also coming from a different place. Some are going, well, that's a bit much. And some are like, yes, hooray. Right. That is what it is. But that's why we love it, because it's creating dialogue, yeah. because we don't even do it the same and we still love each other. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a, a, a great example of where differences don't have to signal the end of civil dialogue, yeah, amen. which is basically the point of the podcast. I'm giving you an air high five right now. Awesome. Okay, well, that was the world's longest spin, spin cycle. cycle. So we're going to cut it off right now. Thanks for listening. You know where this was produced, In My Laundry Room, music by Seattle band Hannah Lee.